1: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now on the 14th of February 1981, Valentine's Day of course, In the early hours, 800 people had gathered to attend a disco in Artein in a place called the Stardust. A fire broke out, a terrible fire. 48 people died, young people mostly, and 214 were injured. That really amounts to over a third of those who were there were either killed or injured. It became known as the Stardust Fire. It was one of the worst things we've seen in my lifetime and it has not been resolved yet. These families have not had justice, many of us believe, and they have shown courage, resilience and dignity. And on Tuesday, an inquest, the first proper inquest, many of us believe, began. It will be presided over by... The Dublin Coroner, Dr. Myra Cullinan, and yesterday was its first day and it was very moving to discuss the Stardust story and how wicked it could be said to be. We're joined by Frank Connolly, one of the great reporters, investigative reporters of my lifetime and one of the few who actually made a difference. He, his work is responsible for tribunals for exposing corruption among the highest in the land and it's a pleasure to have him on the stand frank thank you very much for joining us you know this story and many of us do in fact as a journalist it was one of the first things i was asked to cover but these people have really suffered the most appalling injustice for 42 years frank it's an extraordinary and still Shocking story.
2: Good morning, Eamon. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And um, in a way, uh, you touch on something that happened yesterday. It It's taken 42 years. And uh, yesterday morning, um, Gertrude Barrett, the mother of Michael Barrett, who was 17 and who died in, in the Stardust tragedy, uh, got her chance to talk about her son for the first time in a in a public, or at least state organised hearing.
0: Yes, because the coroner here has said that each of the victims' families can read into the inquest record a pen picture of the people they lost. And one should say one of the bravest of all, and one of the leaders of the Stardust for justice campaign, Antoinette Keegan lost both her sisters, Mary, 19, and Martina, who was 16. So we're talking deep, deep and long sadness here.
2: Yes, and as Antoinette said yesterday um, when I spoke to her um, after the testimonies were read by by Gertrude Barrett and by um, Betty Bissett, who lost her 18-year-old daughter, Carol, Um this was so important and it's the first time that such a state tribunal or inquest or investigation uh, has been victim led uh, in that yes. the, the families have are going to have their their voices their memories and their horrific experiences of losing these young children uh, set out in detail over the next 3 weeks or so before the inquest then gets into into um, serious consideration of the actual evidence, and particularly um, the hurt that was caused to these families by the suggestion in the original tribunal, uh, which reported uh, almost four decades ago um, in June of 1982, which suggested that Fire was caused by one of the people present that by or, or one or more uh, and that it was arson yes, and that was overthrown as you know um uh, when the doll uh removed that from the official state records um a couple of years ago and um but there were consequences
0: frank of that finding that it was arson
2: there, there were indeed. there were
0: consequences yeah. because that meant that somebody either on the premises or Someone in the community had somehow set the, this venue on fire. It meant that the owners of the venue, the Butterley family, were able to pursue a claim for compensation against the city because of the arson findi- finding and they were awarded €580,000 Euros whilst the families were really ignored.
2: Well, that 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 happened in June nineteen eighty three, and as you say, Eamon Butterly, the owner of the club, was awarded five eight five hundred eighty one thousand four hundred ninety six by the by the Dublin Circuit Court Judge uh, O'Hanrahan. Uh, his case was against Dublin Corporation. But following that, um, uh, the the families were allowed to apply f- uh, some years later uh, for compensation. It was six years before. Um, the, the cases involving uh, the injuries and compensation for families were awarded. but you're right This this um, this decision uh, by the tribunal chaired by uh, Justice Roland Keene, uh, which reported in June 1982 uh, not only did it did it cause huge hurt to the community in Artane and Kulak and wider in, in North Dublin. Uh, Because it was suggesting that one of their own uh, had caused the deaths of their of 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 these of these young people, a a, a view actually that the Guardia did not largely share, Um, and it also arose as a result of what I would suggest is inadequate investigation of the actual evidence as to where the fire started in the first instance, and there was sufficient evidence and significant evidence which only emerged in recent years, but which could have been obtained, in my view, uh, at the time of these tribunal hearings. Uh, now, remember, the Stardust was absolutely destroyed. It, it didn't take an hour for this building, which was a, a, a warehouse of a building um, in the in the, um, the industrial estate, the business estate in, in, in Artane, to be almost completely destroyed, which shows, in a way... It proves another point that this was not just a result of somebody lighting a box of matches or a lighter on a yes. seat, as was suggested in the tribunal report, but actually it, it it was an ignition of a much greater quantity of combustible material. Yes, and a report that um, emerged in two thousand and three as a result of um, work being done for the the Stardust victims um, and the families. Uh, showed that the tribunal was misled, to say the least, in its finding that there was a lamp room close to a storeroom above basement in the building and that the materials in the storeroom uh, may have been ignited as a result of the fire. In fact, the opposite seems to have been the case. The storeroom and the lamp room was actually above uh, in the roof space. It wasn't above the basement, it was in the roof space. Yes. Witnesses on the night reported heat coming from the roof uh, before any fire erupted on the ground floor. Witnesses outside reported witnessing fire on the roof of the Stardust at about 1.20 a.m. before the fire was noticed inside. And it turns out that there was a history of electrical faults in the lamp room which was adjoining a storeroom, which contained gallons of combustibles, including oil for the cooking of the sausages and chips that people were were, were provided with on nights in the Stardust. There was um, bleaches and um, polishes and all sorts of other plastic cups and other combustibles um, that were right beside a lamp room where there had been over previous weeks. Um, uh, complaints about uh, electrical faults in the lighting system. Yes, there were drums of cooking oil, aerosols, cleaning agents, and polishes, along with with, with kitchen towels, napkins, etc. This was where it is suggested in reports that emerged from experts investigating this uh, in in two thousand and three and two thousand and four, um, and which I reported on at the time. Uh, that was the more likely cause of the of the fire on that night.
0: Yes, and none of that evidence was available to Ronan Keane?
2: Some of it was available, but it wasn't properly investigated and there was never a full uh, list of the products that I've just mentioned provided, neither was it described accurately as to where the lamp room and storeroom were in the building. Right. And therefore that led to a to a to a a a false conclusion that this lamp room and storeroom were were above the basement. In fact, there was no basement in the building. And the, the lamp room and storeroom in question were actually above uh, the area where young people were, were dancing and, and, and uh, being entertained.
0: Now, when this inferno took light and people tried to escape, there were 800 people there. They found that there were chains and padlocks on the exit doors, on multiple exit doors, and there was a failure of the lighting system There was also, to some extent, Frank, questioning about. I certainly did, and many people did. I know you did. People questioned how thorough the investigation into the cause of this was, and that maybe not everybody was interested in a thorough investigation for the people left behind, the families who are now at last getting a proper inquest and getting closer to the public admission of what really happened.
2: Yeah, and I mean as you said, three of the, the six emergency exits were, were chained or blocked on the night, presumably to stop people entering without paying paying. This caused a huge crush against those exits, resulting yes. in people dying as they tried to escape. Uh, all, uh, the failure of the lighting meant that the, that loads of young people were desperately going into the toilets, thinking that these were the exits, and getting trapped inside. One or two very brave young people uh, took a car and tried to ram into uh, what they could see was a space where people were desperately trying to get out, and the windows um, would not open, the doors would not open. Um, those those were the that, that those were the. Appalling uh, experiences that 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 community suffered, and people who are still alive recall that night. Um, I think there is a political aspect, of course, and and you're right, and a class aspect to this. If yeah. this had happened in, in 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 a middle class or relatively wealthier area of the city, I think it, no question that the the investigation may have been more thorough. Um, however, the fire people involved and the guardie. Uh, they drew their own conclusions, and one of them, of course, was that this building was not safe; that the staff were not trained; that they were up to um, it. It could hold sixteen hundred people. In fact, a couple of weeks before the, the, the English band, the Specials, were playing, and and there was almost twice the number of people there. Um, can you imagine? Um, yes. But on this night, there was eight hundred and forty, as you said, and um, forty eight died, and and over two hundred were were very very seriously injured. So. The, the, the issue of safety became a very important one for the chief fire officer at the time and, and subsequently uh, who demanded investigations into other buildings in the city and uh, as we know now um these simply a lot of this stuff did wasn't carried out and there was no such proper audit um of, of other venues but the the other point about the starters is because it was so gutted because the building was so was so um uh, was destroyed in such a short period of time because of the nature of the fire, that there was very little evidence for investigators to work on.
1: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind.
0: the status was in charlie Howe's constituency is that correct
2: it was indeed and 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 um, mr Butterley and and his family i think would have been uh, known as supporters of of mr hahi um mr hahi uh, i think obviously was very shocked when when this emerged but um he wasn't there on the night uh, in uh, in the aftermath of the fire but uh, uh, one of his younger uh, political um allies Bertie Ahern, uh arrived at the scene. Uh, following that, there was uh, a political panic set in as to what was going to happen and what could be done. Um, the tribunal was set up rather hastily. Uh, we know that the judge appointed the tribunal in, for, for whatever extraordinary reason, was was uh, the, the husband of a, of a close friend of, of Mr Hawhey's presumably had no relevance whatsoever but um his findings uh, I think and I remember speaking to him and asking about them in the years following the Stardust, um he he did not um he didn't uh, in any way go back on what he had what he had concluded in the tribunal but it was clear that firstly there were at very very high powered legal teams acting on behalf of the not just the owner but a whole series of other people before the tribunal, including including you know the city authorities um, and um, a number of people who became subsequently attorneys general and 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 very senior people yes. in, in in Irish legal life. Um, there was a there was a, a clear uh, and determined effort and successful effort um, to to show that that this this uh, tragedy was the result of of um of arson and 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 that effort that effort unfortunately um meant that the, the the victims and the families and the wider communities in north Dublin lived under this have lived under this cloud and of, of suspicion under, for so many years until until the doll finally conceded that that there was no basis for that
0: yes and uh, the families have as i said before they have campaigned with dignity and with enormous resilience and courage, and they've been supported and you've been one of the many people who did. Charlie Bird was someone who publicised their case and some journalists did. Of course, there is a factor here I want to ask you about, Frank. Ronan Keane's finding, and he went on to be on the Supreme Court, his finding was that it was probably arson. If it started inside the club if it was negligence on the part of the owners and those responsible for this setting, then the families would have been entitled to compensation and perhaps the Butterleys wouldn't have been entitled to the handsome compensation they got. Am I wrong in believing that is not the reason the families are pursuing this? It's for justice and for acknowledgement that, they have been victims and that their children were victims of something that wasn't right. But there is a factor here that looks not great in terms of compensation.
2: Well, I, I think, and, um, you know, the families, you're right, this this um, point that they've got in, in their long struggle for, for justice and for truth is about that. It is not about Money or compensation? No. Not, nothing like that would ever could ever mean anything at this stage. And the compensation that they were awarded by the state was pathetic and pitiful. And um, they've they've moved on many years from from that. Um, Mr. Butterly um, ha, did take a case in twenty twenty two to prevent the tribunal from making any finding. Of wrongdoing against any individual, including himself, obviously because he took the case yes. in twenty twenty two, and a judge um, uh, found following his application to stop the tribunal that there was no basis for him to do so, and that the tribunal, or, sorry, that the inquest should proceed, and that it was up to the inquest to establish the facts and to draw its own conclusions. Um, Mr. Butterley said that, in his view, an inquest, if it was conducted in a certain way, would make him a target for a verdict of unlawful killing. Um, that judicial review was lodged in February 2022, and it was later last year, in November, when Justice Charles Aminan uh, rejected the claim that the inquest could not make findings of an un- unlawful killing, and he said in in his court uh, in, in ruling. Um, Judge Meehan said, "It is for the coroner, having heard all the evidence, who gave the evidence and considered the submissions of the parties, to direct the jury as to permissible, the permissible verdicts." So that legal bid um, was 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 um, uh, rejected, and uh, now the families have their day. Yes, they are over the next couple of weeks, beginning yesterday, setting out how this affected their lives and the lives of their families. It's, it's absolutely harrowing. Uh, to hear them, and it will be harrowing to hear um, those that are to come over the next couple of weeks. Um, And then the inquest will get down to the hard work. There's a number of of barristers on behalf of various uh, families and numbers of families and uh, some very senior people from the law library. And they are now going to use the benefit of more recent investigations and inquiries. I referred to a fire safety investigation which was carried out in 2003 um, um a preliminary report on the electrical systems i re, I, I refer to another one by uh, fire consultants uh, uh, at the same time, but since then and over recent years, the families have employed um, other people to do other experts to do more investigations using perhaps advances in technology that weren 't available even even ten years ago and certainly not back in the in, in the early 1980s
0: so the coroner Dr Myra. Cullinan has a number of options, of course, to finally get at the truth. Many, many people have had a look at this. The government has appointed a number of tribunals or inquiries or all kinds of things. None of them have really got there, have they, Frank? Although one or two have come close.
2: You're right, there's been a litany. And not only that, there were investigations, and I remember by... um um, Judge McCartan, I think Pat McCartan, who who yes, at one point and, yeah. said there wasn't a basis for for a new the opening of a new inquiry um, or tribunal. Um, that's, however, that's
0: relatively recent, Pat McCartan's, isn't it?
2: It that's back in yeah that in in before back in the sort of about six or seven years ago. Yeah, and then it went it fell to the more recent att- uh, attorney general mm-hmm. of a couple of years ago. Um, mr wolf, who um who who'd actually decided that there was the basis for a new inquest into into the deaths, and it's perhaps relevant that mr. Wolf Seamus wolf um, actually lived in the north side and uh, would would have been familiar with the Stardust yes. disaster uh, because it affected so many uh, in the in the the north north side of the city during that time. And uh, I know that he met with victims um, and and decided himself as Attorney General that actually uh, there was a basis for an investigation. And of course, as as, as we mentioned earlier on, uh, the doll uh, effectively struck out the the finding of arson uh, that that emerged from the original tribunal in
0: 1982. And so, this is estimated uh, this inquest to take six months at least, but it is desperately important to the families that their loved ones who died receive justice and that they themselves receive justice because there are some terrible cases, not least, of course, Antonette Keegan, who has led the resistance and the protest with enormous dignity. She lost her two sisters, Mary and Martina, and she is quoted this week as saying that for the first time in 42 years, we are being heard. Our loved ones are being recognised as real people in an official setting, recognised as loved daughters, brothers, sons and sisters. It's a brilliant day, a massive day.
2: And it's worth noting that that Antoinette's mother, Christine, who actually I I suppose spearheaded the campaign uh, because of the loss of her two daughters and yes. and 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 the injuries to Antoinette um she died in just july 2020 um and has didn't doubt, obviously live to see uh, what she had campaigned for over over those decades and her husband um john uh, predeceased her so the, the, the they, they they are the people who as you say deserve huge credit for getting getting to this stage, along with along with a, a, a huge number of others that have participated in the...
0: And the community they live in. In the,
2: in the Families Campaign over the years, yeah.
0: Yes, and it's not hyperbole to say, Frank, that you and I have seen a lot, but this must rank as one of the greatest injustices that we have, have seen because it's clear that no forensic and rigorous examination of what happened that night has really ever seen the light of day.
2: And it'll be very hard, uh, just uh, on that point, to come to a firm conclusion. Uh, And I know that the the lawyers involved are are concerned that if you, in a way, if you you throw so many potential scenarios into the pot, you may end up not being able to yes. come to any single conclusion. And that's a difficult one, particularly for an inquest and for uh, Miss um, for, for uh, uh, Miss Um But what you're going to hear, I think, for the first time, is concrete, real uh, investigative work. Um, and I what I mentioned earlier on will be expanded on in relation to the actual situation with regard to the, those combustible materials, the, the history of, of, of um, electrical faults, uh, the fact that, that electricians had been called in on a number of occasions, on a number of occasions in the weeks lead and months leading up to the, the, the Valentine's Night of of nineteen eighty one. All of those things will will now, for the first time, be properly uh, aired and investigated,
0: and suggesting perhaps that arson was not an accurate finding and that the community is entirely innocent in the matter of the cause of this tragedy.
2: I think it'll certainly, well that has already been uh, written out of history and I think uh, certainly what what emerges I think over the next, as you say, six months um, is certainly likely to absolutely confirm that.
0: Frank Connolly is a distinguished investigative journalist. He's also the author of a number of important books including Nama Land, and Tom Gilmartin, and most recently, United Nation. Thanks to Frank. Thanks to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon.